Before we start today's episode, I would like to take a moment to tell you about a great deal being offered by my friend and master guitar instructor, Joe Elliott. Joe taught at the GIT in Hollywood for 23 years, where he was the VP of Education and has recently been working with six-time Grammy winner David Sanborn. Over the past few years, Joe developed an amazing guitar program called Fretboard Biology. If you have been listening to the Guitar Speak podcast, I'm sure you've heard me mention Fretboard Biology before. At the moment, Joe is running a special deal where you can get three months of comprehensive guitar training for only $29. So head over to Fretboard Biology using the link in the show notes to get started. Whether you are an intermediate or advanced player, it really is worth checking out. Here's a few words from Joe about the course. If you're tired of wading through hundreds of random guitar videos and just want to become a better player, Fretboard Biology is your answer. Fretboard Biology is a self-paced, college-level program that will give you the right instruction, in the right amounts, and in the right order. You'll learn the same information I taught to thousands of other guitar players over 30 years of teaching in top music colleges. If you want to make real progress with your guitar playing, then sign up for a free 7-day trial at fretboardbiology.com. Hi there, you are listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. My name is Matt Wakeling and this is the show that I produce in Sydney, Australia. The show has interviews with amazing guitarists and guitar people. Also features the iconic Roundtable series, which is lots of fun. And in recent months, I've been doing some gear reviews, which has been very, very cool. Recently, there was the Jackson Virtuoso, which I took out to gigs and played in my studio here. I've done the same thing with some gear by Charvel, Fender, some different, different manufacturers, Gretsch. That was good times. Today I'm checking out Fender's Tone Master Pro. Now this is a digital modeling floor unit. With this product, Fender is pulling up a chair at the table occupied by other players, big players like Line 6, Kemper, Neural DSP, Boss, Headrush, those sorts of players in the all digital professionally spec floorboard market. Let's check it out. So I'm gonna to break today's episode into four acts. Four acts, fans of This American Life, take note. Act one, can I get this thing up and running to play at some gigs and some performances this weekend? So, little timeline, the unit arrived at my place on Thursday. Today is Saturday. Now, tonight I have a gig at a Sydney pub playing lots of Aussie rock kind of stuff. Tomorrow morning I'm playing at two church services, putting on a different kind of guitar hat. Can I program this thing quickly and get it sounding good for those situations? Act two will be my post-performance comments. Act three, I'm gonna talk about the pros and cons of the unit as I found them. And act four, we're gonna check out some of the sounds that were outside of the gig tones I was pulling together. Now for act four, I'm also gonna give you a listen to Fender's Kniffy Strat set of pickups. You might remember a few episodes ago, I spoke to Tim Shaw, Fender's pickup guru, about these pretty incredible new pickups. I've been gigging with a set for the last oh, four or five weeks at least, and uh, I'll give you some reports on those as well, whilst we're listening to some of the Tone Master's other tones. All right, enough talking. Let's make some noise with this thing. Act one. Act one, can I dial in some tones on this thing really quickly? The unit did not come with a fully fledged manual because as I received the unit was pre-launch, the unit will be available online after it's launched. It did come with a quick start guide 
which was kind of useful. Now I use digital modeling. I've got a Line 6 HX Stomp on my pedal board. I use that in conjunction with some other analog pedals. I've lovingly dialed my whole pedal board in over a long, long time and quite enjoy my tones. So I'm a little bit apprehensive about leaving that at home, but my challenge is to just use the Tone Master Pro for the gigs and the church services. Now programming is really easy thanks to a really large touch screen and something super cool, which I think maybe the Quad Cortex does this as well, the foot switches, there are 10 foot switches. In edit mode, they become rotary dials for editing your stuff. So if I wanna adjust my amp, tap on the amp on the screen, then my knobs become the different controls, just goosing the volume there. For example, that's kind of cool. So I dialed this tone in about half an hour. I used the following things. I used the British Plexi amp. There is a thing called memory delay. It looks like a memory boy. Kind of an analog delay, you can hear that. Now that tone itself, I really like. I will probably use that a lot. This is my HSS Gosball Strat in humbucker mode. If I do some coil splitting. I can get some nice cleaner tones, that will be useful. I've set up a couple of distortion boxes. One's called a green box. Looks like a tube screamer. I really like that. That seems to be responding really nicely into the plexi kind of tone. I've also set up another distortion box called a royal tone. It's like a king of tone. If I go bridge humbucker. Sounds pretty good, nice and tight. Of course, for added fun, running the transparent sort of overdrive with the tube screamer type overdrive. That sounds kind of cool too. Now for the gig, what I'm going to do is take this patch, I'm going to copy it and just remove the cab sim. So you're hearing the cab sim, which I think sounds good. It's like a 412. But for my live gig, I'll be running everything through a live amp, a real amp on stage in a 212 box. There we go. The only other effects I've added, I've added a boost at the end of the line. If I hit that now. Just a little bit louder for solos to push above the mix. There is uh, a chorus, I added a chorus pedal. I'll pull that out for about one song. There's a longer delay. Let's tap it in a bit there. So there you go, that's my rock patch set up, ready to go. It was really easy to assign the foot switches. Um, 
It's easy to dial it in, super easy. Tap on the touch screen, just the knobs. Hit save, good to go. I'm pretty excited about this sound. I will try it through my amp now and at sort of gig volumes at home and we'll see what that sounds like. I think it sounds good. I'll see how it goes tonight on the gig. I always get nervous trying out new stuff on a gig, especially the pedal board thing. I, I, I am tethered to my pedal board, so we'll see how this goes. All right, moving along, tones for the church service. Pulled up an amp called, what is it called? It's like a Vox AC30. It's called UK30 Brilliant, which is like the bright channel. Boxier kind of tone, kind of like this. Single coil and bridge. Use the memory delay again. A little bit of mod. Press it in front of the amp. It's kind of cool. Well, what else have we got here? I added some delays in front of the amp as well as the memory delay after. The longer washier stuff. the octave assigned to another foot switch but then I wanted to add a reverse delay so I had took that foot switch spot here's the reverse let's get a little bit trippier Also, this tone leads to rock. That's just the amp push with the compressor. Let's add a blues maker, which looks like a blues breaker pedal. Looks like the Marshall. So the boxiness of the Vox is very different from the, the Plexi with all that high-end brilliance, but this kind of tone works well in, a, in the kind of thicker environment, thicker stage environment of the, of the church band with you know, extra guitar players, keys, multiple vocals. Let's try a Tube Screamer. Blues Breaker with the Tube Screamer. Also dialed in Mythic Drive, which is a Centaur kind of thing. It's a little bit darker, let's brighten that up. Again, just tap on the touch screen icon. Twist the foot switch, now called Treble.
probably ease that delay back a little bit too before I, I use it. But hey, overall, I'm really, really excited about both of these patches. I've written, they were really easy to dial in. They were lots of fun. And for me, in my studio, they sound and feel really good, really respond to the guitar's uh, volume pot, which I work all the time. It responds to dynamics, uh, picking dynamics, all that stuff, which is really, really important. So look, as far as dialing in the tones, before performances, I'm really happy. We'll see what happens when they hit the real world stages starting from tonight. Okay, act two. Act two, post-performance comments. How did it go? How did the tones go in a live setting? This will be a very short part of the podcast. I'm simply going to say the tones went great. The Saturday night gig, the rock stuff sounded awesome. That plexi tone. Oh man, so inspiring and at gig volume and being pushed with that tube screamer or the the king of tone type model pedal. Um, Man, really, really good. The The thing that worries me about going fully digital is editing things on the fly. One of the things I love about having an analog pedal on my board, like I currently do, is if you want more gain, twist the knob. If you want less gain, if you want to change the EQ really quickly, you can do that. I, I tried a couple of things like that using the Tone Master Pro and in conjunction with the tap screen and the rotary foot switches, which become the, the editing knobs, that was really quick. So for example, I realized I had the Tube Screamer set up after the King of Tone, Transparent Overdrive. I know I'm calling them by their real name, not the models, model names. Um, I needed to swap the order, simply, 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 I simply tapped on the pedal, one pedal, slid it across the screen to, to change the, the pedal order, and it was how I liked it. That was really quick. Hit save on the foot switch, back to it, back to rocket. So that was good. Also, just you know, tweaked some controls. Not that I really had to, they actually dialed in really well. I was surprised and very happy. But again, that was really quick with the touch screen and, and the knob set up. Winning. Sounded good. Church service, same sort of thing. That Vox amp worked really well in the mix. The extra pedals worked pretty well. Again, I did brighten them up in general. They were sounding a little bit darker at home. So it was really, it was quick and easy to to tune those in a little bit. So my speedy patch building actually worked out really well. So I was super happy about that. There you go, act two. How did it go? Well, it went really well. (laughs) Thumbs up. Going to take a short break, then we're back with Act 3, talk about the pros and cons. Also, maybe reflect on the leak of this product. By the time you hear this podcast, you might have heard that the product was leaked by an Italian retailer a few days before launch. That led to some funny internetery. And Act 4, we'll have a listen to some of the other presets available in the Tone Master, just to give you a general idea of some of the racket this thing can make. This episode is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar course put together by master guitar instructor Joe Elliott. I was a beta tester for the course and loved it. Players like Brett Garset and Greg Cox have also endorsed the course. And right now, Joe is offering a great deal on the course. Check out the link in the show notes for Fretboard Biology. Okay, welcome back. It's my review of the Tone Master Pro by Fender. We're up to Act 3. Act 3, pros and cons. 
All right, here are my pros. Number one, it sounds and feels great. I've said this in a few different settings in this show. Digital stuff has come a long, long way. My first ever model was a Yamaha DG20 or DG Stomp. Does anyone remember those? It was pretty cool. Then I had the kidney bean thing, a couple other units. The stuff these days actually sounds and feels really good. So number one pro, the touch screen is awesome. The editing's really easy, as I've already talked about. Love that. There was a 10-band global EQ ready to go. I didn't need it, but at least I knew where it was if I wanted to do some big global kind of EQ shaping. The ins and outs are really comprehensive. There are four effects loops, so you could easily add extra pedals and things to it, which I like. And that comes to my next pro, which is the size of the unit. It is about 37 by 26 centimeters. So that's about 14 and a half by 10 inches. The thing I like about that is that you could incorporate it into a pretty regular size pedal board with a few extra analog pedals if you just couldn't live without those. So that's that's appealing to me. To give you some context, it's a little bit bigger than the Neural JSP Quad Cortex, but smaller than something like a fully blown Helix or fully blown Headrush which would kind of dominate any pedal board. Okay, cons. It doesn't come with an internal expression pedal. A lot of units in this kind of field will do that. If you want an expression pedal, that could be a con for you. I guess the other thing is, the thing I like about it being a bit smaller, obviously an expression pedal blows out the, the size a little bit. So at least it gives you the option whether you want to do it or not, but then you need to buy an expression pedal. So maybe something to think about. Next point, Fender will be launching this product with around 125 amps and effects at launch. Um, some people might say, well, you know, you get a Helix, you're probably getting 160, 170 amps and effects roughly. I guess the question is how many different amps and effects do you need? How many different versions of a chorus pedal do you need? How many different marshals do you really need? For me, I found the two amp models I've used so far on the Tone Master sound amazing, the Plexi and the UK Brilliant. I don't need six other Class A amp versions on this thing. I found one that sounds fantastic. So again, horses for courses with, with that. Next, well, it's not a con, but it's a question. Will Fender support this with updates, with firmware updates? Those of you who have followed the digital world for a while, you'll know some companies do this really well. Some companies, not so much. Now, I do know that Fender have said that they will be supporting the unit with firmware updates and there will be more amp models and more effects models coming in uh, over time. So we'll see how that pans out, but it sounds like Fender are supporting the, the firmware, which is cool. Maybe a con, it takes about 40 seconds to boot up. Now, I don't know, I'm plugging into a supercomputer, which makes my guitar sound cool, so... 40 seconds probably isn't a big deal. My tube amp probably takes that long. My my mobile phone, which isn't very good, definitely takes at least that long to wake up in the morning. So just a thought though. Now, one of the interesting things that happened in the process of me receiving this unit for loan, programming the sounds, recording this podcast, etc., was that some of the details around this were leaked by an Italian retailer a few days before the launch which led to some funny business on the internet. The, a lot of the chat boards blew up. There were YouTube channels talking all about it and people were speculating about the product based on only a couple of screenshots, which 
you know, speculating on a couple of pictures you see is kind of fun, but there were some interesting comments and uh, I'd say misconceptions about a few things. So let me address a couple of those. Some people were saying, oh, gee, the switches look a bit close together. They're, the switches are the same distance apart as they are on my HX stomp. So approximately five and a half centimeters apart center to center. Um, I think that's negotiable. I, I played I played this unit wearing my size 11 Doc Martens and I could easily hit any pedal I want without stomping on several at once. Um, if I wanted to hit two at once, I could though, which is a good trick as some of you are already doing, but I don't think they're too close together. Some people commented on the, the perhaps the routing options. Again, based on just a simple screenshot, you can run a really long series chain, which is essentially all I did for mine, but you can run some complex series, uh, parallel, sorry, parallel modes in stereo. You can run two totally independent signal paths if you wanted to. So I thought that looked interesting. If you wanted to run like a vocal through one, there's an XLR input, or perhaps if you wanted to mix yourself an in-ear monitor mix, if you could get uh, a monitor mix from your front of house team or whatever, that you could mix that in for your ears. Heaps of things you could do with the routing. Uh, the price, people were speculating on how much the unit would cost based on, again, just one retailer, which had a lot of intricacies around tax and all sorts of things. What we do know is the US retail is $16.99. In Australia, it's $27.49. From what I understand, that's pretty square on with the price of a Helix. Last online comment through the leaks, which I thought was interesting. Someone said, you know, is the market already overcrowded? Does the world really need another digital modeler? I guess, I mean, ultimately the market will decide that. Fender have said, yeah, they have a fairly unique position in the industry in that you know, they've been building industry standard tube amps for years. So they're kind of converting some of that knowledge and expanding it into the digital space. Um, I mean, Line 6 have been doing this stuff for a long time, but once upon a time, a company called Fractal just turns up seemingly out of nowhere, as does Kemper, Headrush, Neural DSP's Quad Cortex hasn't been around that long but seems to have made some waves. So we'll see what the Fender does. All I know is I got to use it in some situations, um, my regular playing situations, and had a great, great time with it. So, yeah, interesting times. Act 4. Act 4, I'm going to check out a few of the presets just to give you an idea of a few of the other sounds available. I was very keen to check out the Fender amp models in particular. This is a 65 Deluxe Reverb. Lovely. Let's add some trim. Really nice. Boost it with a royal tone. Love it. Right now I'm playing Strat with the Fender Knife single coils, three single coils. You might remember the episode with Tim Shaw, Fender Pickup Guru, a few episodes back. These are the pickups, part of that range we were talking about. All right. Got a 
patch called Summer of Jimmy. It brings back the Marshall Plexi. And also some fun pedals. One's called the Round Fuzz. Add something they're calling the Universe Vibe in front. Octave fuzz. All right, lots of fun with those tones. I'm going to swap guitars back to my gospel tracks. I want a humbucker in the bridge now. I was very keen to check out the EVH 5150 models. As you may or may not know, Fender is now the parent company of EVH. Man, last time I played a real-life 5150 was in 1999 in Europe, but that's another story. This patch, it's trying to capture, I think, some of that 90s Eddie tone when he was running things in stereo. Let's check it out. having way too much fun there as you can maybe guess hey that's the fender tone master pro a really amazing piece of gear i loved it sounds great easy to program heaps of options absolutely gigable and you know with all these gear reviews it's very much through the lens of how i use the gear and taking it out for live use so that's my take on it anyway i think by the time this podcast drops on launch o'clock there will be a gazillion youtubers going nuts on this comparing it to other units and going on a deeper dive than i've been able to do but in the very much get it on a stage and get it rocking um yeah thumbs up double thumbs up for me big thanks to jacket fender australia for lending me the tone master pro to give it a test drive I had a great time thanks also to fretboard biology the online guitar course longtime sponsors of the show check out the links in the show notes for the special deal going on there at the moment and finally as you know i like to leave you with some words of wisdom from michael schenker legendary german rocker from the band the scorpions and ufo and the msg you know what he told us keep rocking keep on rocking Keep on rocking indeed. My name's Matt Wakeling. I'll catch you next time. Bye now.